This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. So what's coming up in today's episode? Well, we're going to take a look at the match that's just taken place against Bristol Telephones. Just a brief little chat about that with Jamie House. We're also going to look at the Make It 200 campaign, a new campaign coming up very soon, and you can play your part in that. So do listen in to see how that will work and what you can do. We, as usual, going to take a look at the league table and just how interesting the league table really is right now, especially for Warminster Town. And did you know that the fans of the Toolstation League Twitter account have run two polls and which Warminster Town have won both? Find out what they were and who's won. Don't go away. Hi there, Jamie. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad, thank you. Yourself? Excellent. Yeah, very well. Been enjoying the lovely spring sunshine. Yes, it's been marvellous. And it's been marvellous for football recently because we haven't got wet in at least the last couple of matches. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Watching watching the uh, watching the game on Saturday in the the glorious sunshine was uh, a nice change. It was, and a good win. Absolutely. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Four nil. What, yeah, what exactly. Yeah. Now we do know, that, of course, Bristol Telephones are bottom of the table. Yes, but I don't want to underestimate them too much because I thought, by and large, they were playing reasonable football. Yeah, they seem to be able to pass the ball around, you know, quite nicely, um, and they they try to keep keep the ball on the deck for the most part. So yeah, I was I was quite surprised they they didn't look like a, a bottom of the league outfit. I'll be honest. No, they're, they're certainly better than some of the teams that have turned up at Warminster in, in recent weeks and um, mm. just thinking about the game um, I think Warminster got off to a flying start really don't you I mean we have been used to these sort of slow starts and gradually picking up momentum the last 10 minutes of the first half and then on to the second but we were, we were at it from the beginning on this one yeah we were straight out of the starting blocks this weekend it was uh, quite a change from uh, from the normal games and you know three of the the four goals came in the first half so yeah yeah, good to watch. Good to watch, and long may this continue. So, as I say, with the with the three goals, um, I'm not surprised we didn't necessarily go gung ho in the second half. But I thought we still had a great pace, actually, still, and some good opportunities. Um, one or two shots were saved, a few over the bar, and mm-hmm. particularly the last few minutes, there were there were three good opportunities to score, which sadly didn't come off, uh, which would have really rappled up the score line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think we needed to go to go mad in the second half. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job in the second in the second half of, you know, keeping Bristol Telephones away from our own area. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I mean, Nathan Ball, I don't think, from what I recall, didn't really have much to do in goal that no. day, really. So, no. um, so yeah, I think, I think I think we handled them and sort of manoeuvred them the way we wanted to quite well. Yeah, I think because of the the intensity. Uh, the, the warmest of lads were really harrying the players. You know, they were finding it difficult mm. to uh, to get into their momentum and get to their strides. So once they were anywhere near that halfway line, there was somebody snapping at the heels all the time. Yeah, and and that really broke up their their game and stopped them from having really any even half decent chances on goal. They had a couple of half shot chances, and that was it, wasn't it? Really for yeah. the whole match. Yeah. So I think that's that's down really not to to Bristol's inadequacy, but really to Warminster's superiority on the day which is yeah absolutely yeah we really really did a good job of uh, shutting them out excellent so what we'd uh, like to talk to you about in a few moments 
is the league table and what's coming up. So you can prepare to hang on, Jamie, and we'll come back to you soon. Absolutely. Hold on there. Would you like to help us to make it 200? Yes, can we get 200 to attend a match on Easter Monday? That's uh, going to be a game against Devizes Town, so it uh, can be described, obviously, as a local derby. That's Monday, April the 22nd, Easter Monday. Um, if we can get 200, that would be absolutely amazing. Now, we almost made it to 200 when we had 180 at our game against Radstock Town. So with a little bit of a push and the fact it's a bank holiday, do come along. Kickoff will be three o'clock, the normal time. Bring the family. Great value football. And as you know, div divisors beat us previously. I won't even relate the score, it's just too many. We've got to get revenge for that one. So at home, with the magnificent performance we've been getting from Warminster over the last uh, few home games, nine wins on the trot, let's see if that can be another winning game for Warminster Town. So do come along, bring a friend, bring the family, share it out on social media to help us get our campaign. If you see any tweets that we put out, retweet them. Put it on your own timeline on Twitter, Facebook, even Instagram, if we want to make a little picture up and put it on there anything you can to share the message about that game monday april the 22nd easter monday warmester town versus devizes town let's hashtag make it 200 and thank you very much for your support it's really appreciated so we're back with jamie house on the line jamie would you like to take us through the uh, the highlights really of the first division league table Absolutely. We have Cheddar at top with uh, 76 points. Canesham, I've managed to close the gap a bit. On Cheddar now in second place. They're on 75 points. I've played the same amount of games now because I believe uh, Cheddar lost at the weekend to Wales City. Yeah, that's, that's, that's even things up a little bit now, hasn't it? It's getting it has, yeah. It's, it's certainly in a bit more of a, a fight at the top there now. It should be, uh, should be interesting to see how, the, uh, how that plays out in the last few games of the season. Mm. Um, Ashton Backwell have also uh, lost, I believe, to uh, just having a look at the thing, looking at the, uh, the results. Uh, they're there somewhere. I can't see them. Oh, they drew 1-1, big pardon, with Wincant and Town. That's uh, seen them slip down a bit as well uh, in the table. Uh, we are still eighth uh, with our, after our win um, over Bristol Telephones. Uh, that puts us equal on points with Carl Town now, who are above us only on goal difference yeah what is interesting uh, now though is is the gap between warminster and caution who are in third yes it's only five point well yeah seven, five point, seven points in it sorry seven yes. points in it yes that's yes. you know you, you go back a few months it was something like about 18 to 20 points difference between those sort yeah, of positions quite, wasn't it quite a lot quite a large, now quite a large deficit yeah we've certainly so closed the, the top close gap the top half down i think that's been helped a lot by uh the teams above us you know having not results not go entirely going their way as well plus let's not forget nine home wins on the trot for yes Mr. town yes 27 a, points at home it's a, a great it's a, a great great strike and yeah. good form at home yeah definitely amazing and not not too bad away no, you haven't lost too many so. no 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 not at all that's good so yeah carry on jane with the rest of the table for us if you would Yes. Um, at the bottom of the table, we have uh, Bristol Telephone still, obviously, who we beat at the weekend. Um, they're looking 
well, rather, you know, yeah, stuffed there now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're only five points behind Chippenham Park, so, you know, if they can pick up a few points. There uh, is time I'm, for them. I there is, them there yet. is. If, yeah. if, if the, uh, the results for the teams above them, you know, go the way of Bristol Telephones, then, you know, they, they could, they could well, uh, get them off, get themselves off the bottom. Yeah. Um, Chippenham Park are obviously just above them on 29. Uh, then there's uh, three teams, uh, Portishead, Oldland and Radstock are all on 30 points. Um, so there's not a lot separating the sort of bottom six or seven teams still. Um, obviously, Oldland Abertonians is the team we're playing away uh, next, well, this coming Saturday, should I say? Yeah. Um, so, you know, if we get another win there, um, you know, we could be climbing further up the table. And that's what we'd hope for, isn't it? I mean, to go to Oldland Abertonians, we can't uh, underestimate any team. But again, um, we're full of confidence. Warminster boys have been doing well. So if they can keep the form up, keep that enthusiasm going, which I'm sure they will, um, hopefully, let's say, yes, let's be confident. We can have a victory on, on Saturday at Old Nabatonians. Of course, we will bring it live on YouTube. If anyone can't make it, then uh, please do watch on YouTube. Um, and again, I would say that there's still, a, right as far as 14th, there's still a danger there. Bishop Lidiard are on 35, and they're in 14th, so only five points above those three on 30. Um, and Chippenham Park only six, so even the bottom could change at this moment, couldn't it? There's still teams aren't safe quite away at the table. Definitely, you know, yeah. It makes it very interesting, really. It's, the, it's probably been one of the best seasons of the Western League for a while, actually, because it is very close between the two halves of the table. Mm. Yes, makes for good. It, it it gives people hope, doesn't it? It's like Warmer, so we've we've had the hope of being on a run. There's a great potential of having a top five spot. Yes, great potential. Uh, you know, uh, you, you wouldn't have said that two to three months ago. You said, no, let's just stay in the t- get in the top half. That would be a great goal. You know, yeah. <laughs> if we can achieve the top half this season, that would be magnificent. But if we can get in the top five. Wow, that's going to be some uh, some celebration at the end of the season, isn't it? Definitely, and it'd be a, a good stepping stone for next season. Good. What do we know about old Nabatonians? Um, I was just looking them up, actually. They're, they're quite a, an old club. 1910, they were founded. Um, semi-professional football club, it describes them as. Based in Oldman Common, South Gloucestershire. And obviously, we know they're in the Western League. And they're affiliated to the Somerset County FA and Gloucestershire County FA as well, according to Wikipedia. Little fact for you mm-hmm. there. So uh, we'll uh, learn a bit more about them, I'm sure, when we, we see them play and look up a bit more information. That's just to give us a bit of a clue. But 1910, so not as old as uh, Warminster Town. We're 1878, but uh, still one of the older clubs in the area at 1910. So uh, a lot of history around here in local football teams, isn't it? You look at the, a lot of them, they are, you know, Pre nineteen hundred, many clubs, or, or just after nineteen hundred. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the clubs date back to you know very early on in uh, football history. Mm. It's good to see them still going strong, isn't it? And you know, Definitely. there's ne- there's always hope. I mean, I was looking in. I've got this book, another view from the terrace of the hundred and twenty five year history of Western League football, and it's got all the league tables in, um, going back, and I was flicking through and. When you go back to the 1920s, I mean, uh, there's a team called Tottenham Hotspur. 
Millwall, one of the early members of the Western League. You know, this wow. You know, yeah. This, yes. Yeah. Yes. What's now the big boys were once all down they've, there. They've they've done all right for themselves, haven't they? They certainly they, have. Yeah. So uh, there, you know, there is hope for any of these clubs that, uh, given a bit of time, good results, work hard, good investment, you can you can climb. I think it'd be more difficult now to go from where we are to Premiership than it was from. Well, yes, day, it's but, uh, uh, a bit more of a slog these days, but a bit more of a slog. But uh, you know, all things are possible, as they say. So uh, yeah, you never know. You never know. We can get on a little run. That'd be nice. But also get nice to finish high in this table, so we can have a chance, crack at the FA Cup. That would be. Uh, Yes, that would be one. very good if, you know, if just for the, the bit of cash it pays out, you know. Yes. For, yeah, for taking so, part. Yeah, that'd be nice for the club as well. So mm. thanks for going through that. So we'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday for Oldland Abertonians. I think we should mention as well, there's been a poll uh, on Twitter by fans of the Toolstation League. And uh, do, you, do you want to give us the result of that? Yes, there were... Two uh, separate polls. One was for uh, Club of the Month for March, and one was for Player of the Month for March. And I think uh, it's they have to be nominated by somebody. Yeah. Um, I can't. I don't remember off the top of my head what the other nominations were, but fair to say, Warminster have done the double, and uh, have won uh, Club of the Month uh, by a slightly slim major quite a slim majority actually um and uh ryan bags uh won player of the month with i know well that was an absolute whitewash <laughs> <laughs> well done bags at 56 percent of the vote and then i think the next one's about 16 percent um which is which is great bags has won it so thanks yeah. for everybody for voting uh ed butcher of bridport got 15 percent of the vote Eugene Keary of Longwell Green got 16%. Ryan Baggs, 56%. Wow, Baggs, you've really <laughs> blown them away. And Simon Prangley of Bradford, Bradford or Avon, not Yorkshire, yeah. Uh, yeah. 13%. So well done, yeah. Mr. Ryan Baggs. That was, that was from 618 votes in total for the poll amazing, as well. Amazing. And then if we look at the, uh, the club vote, uh, Warminster Town, 37%. Shortwood United, currently bottom of the Premier Division, 34%. Bridgewater Town, 11 And Cribs FC, 18%. And that was an amazing 942 votes. Mm. So uh, we've won something. Yay! <laughs> please, please send the silverware to Mr Andrew Crabtree, <laughs> Weymouth Street, Warminster, straight away. We will put that in the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Jamie, for taking part once again in the podcast. You're very welcome. Uh, look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And if anybody would like to come along, do come along, say hello to us. You'll see us filming there at Olden Abertonians. And it'd uh, be nice to see everybody. And, of course, the week after, just to so people get it in the diaries, we have a home game again. So uh, make sure we're there for that one. So take care, mate. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Warmest Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.